The hour cometh and now is when the true worshippers shall worship the Father in spirit and in truth, for the Father seeketh such to worship him. O Lord, open thou our lips, and our mouth shall show forth thy praise. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Together, Psalm 95 on page 459. O come, let us sing unto the Lord. Let us heartily rejoice in the strength of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving, and show ourselves glad in him with psalms. For the Lord is a great God, and a great King above all gods. In his hand are all the corners of the earth, and the strength of the hills is his also. The sea is his, and he made it and his hands prepared the dry land. O come, let us worship and fall down, and kneel before the Lord our Maker. For he is the Lord our God, and we are the people of his pasture, and the sheep of his hand. Today, if ye will hear his voice, harden not your hearts, as in the provocation, as in the day of temptation in the wilderness. When your fathers tempted me, proved me and saw my works, Forty years long was I grieved with this generation, and said, It is a people that do err in their hearts, for they had not, 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 not known my ways, unto whom I swear my wrath, that they should not enter into my rest. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Psalms Psalm 18, verses 21 through 36, beginning on page 361. The Lord rewarded me after my righteous dealing. According to the cleanness of my hands did he recompense me. Because I have kept the ways of the Lord, and have not forsaken my God, as the wicked doth. For I have an eye unto all his laws, and will not cast out his commandments from me. I was also uncorrupt before him, and eschewed mine own wickedness. Therefore the Lord rewarded me after my righteous dealing, and according unto the cleanness of my hands in his eyesight. With the holy thou shalt be holy, and with the perfect man thou shalt be perfect. With the clean thou shalt be clean, and with the forward thou shalt be forward. For thou shalt save the people that are in adversity, and shalt bring down the high looks of the proud. Thou also shalt light my candle, the Lord my God shall make my darkness to be light. For in thee I shall discomfit an host of men, and with the help of my God I shall leap over the wall. The way of God is an undefiled way, the word of the Lord also is tried in the fire. He is a defender of all them that put their trust in him. For who is God but the Lord, or who has, hath any strength except our God? It is God that girdeth me with strength of war, and maketh my way perfect. He maketh my feet like heart's feet, and settleth me upon high. He teacheth mine hands to fight, and my arms shall bend even a bow of steel. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Amen. Here begins the 17th chapter of the book of 2 Kings. In the twelfth year of 
Ahaz, king of Judah, Hoshea, the son of Elah, became king of Israel in Samaria, and he reigned nine years. And he did evil in the sight of the Lord, but not as the kings of Israel who were before him. Shalmaneser, king of Assyria, came up against him, and Hoshea became his vassal and paid him tribute money. And the king of Assyria uncovered a conspiracy by Hoshea, for he had sent messengers to So, king of Egypt, and brought no tribute to the king of Assyria, as he had done year by year. Therefore the king of Assyria shut him up and bound him in prison. Now the king of Assyria went throughout all the land, and went up to Samaria, and besieged it for three years. In the ninth year of Hoshea, the king of Assyria took Samaria, and carried Israel away to Assyria, and placed them in Halah by the, and by the Habar, the river of Gozan, in the cities of the Medes. For so it was that the children of Israel had sinned against the Lord their God, who had brought them up out of the land of Egypt, from under the hand of Pharaoh, the king of Egypt, and they had feared other gods, and had walked in the statutes of the nations whom the Lord had cast out from before the children of Israel, and of the kings of Israel, which they had made. Also the children of Israel secretly did against the Lord their God things that were not right, for they built for themselves high places in all their cities, from watchtower to fortified city. They set up for themselves sacred pillars and wooden images on every high hill and under every green tree, and there they burned incense on all the high places, as the nations had done, whom the Lord had carried away before them, and they did wicked things to provoke the Lord to anger. For they served idols, of which the Lord had said to them, You shall not do this thing. Yet the Lord testified against Israel and against Judah by all of his prophets, namely every seer, saying, Turn from your evil ways, and keep my commandments and my statutes, according to all the law which I commanded your fathers, and which I sent to you by my servants the prophets. Nevertheless they would not hear, but stiffened their necks, like the necks of their fathers, who did not believe in the Lord their God. And they rejected his statutes and his covenant that he had made with their fathers, and his testimonies which he had testified against them. They followed idols, became idolaters, and went after the nations who were all around them, concerning whom the Lord had charged them that they should not do like them. So they left all the commandments of the Lord their God, made for themselves a molded image and two calves, made a wooden image and worshipped all the hosts of heaven and served Baal. And they caused their sons and daughters to pass through the fire, practice witchcraft and soothsaying, and sold themselves to do evil in the sight of the Lord, and provoke him to anger. Therefore the Lord was very angry with Israel and removed them from his sight. But there was none left but the tribe of Judah alone. Also Judah did not keep the commandments of the Lord their God, but walked in the statutes of Israel which they made. And the Lord rejected all the descendants of Israel, afflicted them, and delivered them into the hand of plunderers, until he had cast them from his sight. For he tore Israel from the house of David, and they made Jeroboam the son of Nebat king. Then Jeroboam drove Israel from following the Lord, and made them commit a great sin. For the children of Israel walked in all the sins of Jeroboam, which he did, and they did not depart from them, until the Lord removed Israel out of his sight, as he had said by all his servants the prophets. So Israel was carried away from their own land to Assyria, as it is to this day. Then the king of Assyria brought people from Babylon, 
Kutha, Ava, Hamath, and from Sepharvim, and placed them in the cities of Samaria instead of the children of Israel. And they took possession of Samaria and dwelt in, in, in its cities. And it was so at the beginning of their dwelling there that they did not fear the Lord. Therefore the Lord sent lions among them, which killed some of them. So they spoke to the king of Assyria, saying, The nations whom you have removed and placed in the cities of Samaria do not know the rituals of the God of the land. Therefore he has sent lions among them, and indeed they are killing them because they do not know the rituals of the God of the land. Then the king of Assyria commanded, saying, Send there one of the priests whom you brought from there. Let him go and dwell there, and let him teach them the rituals of the God of the land. Then one of the priests whom they had carried away from Samaria came and dwelt in Bethel, and taught them how they should fear the Lord. However, every nation continued to make gods of its own, and put them in the houses of the high places which the Samaritans had made, every nation in the cities where, where they had dwelt. The men of Babylon made Sukoth benoth the men of Kuth made Nergal, the men of Hamath made Ashimah, and the Avites made Nibhaz and Tartak and the Sepharvites burned their children in fire to Adremelech and Anamelech, the gods of Sepharvium. So they feared the Lord, and from every class they appointed for themselves priests of the high places, who sacrificed for them in the shrines of the high places. They feared the Lord, yet they, that served their own gods according to the rituals of the nations from among whom they were carried away. To this day they continue practicing the former rituals. They do not fear the Lord, nor do they follow their statutes or their ordinances, or the law and commandment which the Lord had commanded the children of Jacob, whom he named Israel, with whom the Lord had made a covenant and charged them, saying, You shall not fear other gods, nor bow down to them, nor serve them, nor sacrifice to them. But the Lord, who brought you up from the land of Egypt with great power and an outstretched arm, him you shall fear, him you shall worship, and to him you shall offer sacrifice. And the statutes, the ordinances, the law, and the commandment which he wrote for you, you shall be careful to observe forever. You shall not fear other gods. <clears throat> and the covenant that I have made with you, you shall not forget, nor shall you fear other gods. But the Lord your God you shall fear, and he will deliver you from the hand of all your enemies. However, they did not obey but they followed their former rituals. So these nations feared the Lord, yet served their carved images. Also their children and their children's children have continued doing as their fathers did, even to this day. Here begins the first lesson. Benedictus S. on page 11. Blessed art thou, Lord God of our fathers, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou for the name of thy majesty, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the temple of thy holiness, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou that beholdest the depths and dwellest between the cherubim, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the glorious throne of thy kingdom, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the firmament of heaven, praised and exalted above all forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen.
Here beginneth the epistle to Titus. Paul, a bondservant of God and an apostle of Jesus Christ, according to the faith of God's elect and the acknowledgement of the truth which accords with godliness, in hope of eternal life which God, who cannot lie, promised before time began, but has in due time manifested his word through preaching which was committed to me according to the commandment of God our Savior. To Titus, a true son of our common faith, grace, mercy, and peace from God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ our Savior. For this reason I let you in Crete, I left you in Crete, that you should set in order the things that are lacking and appoint elders in every city as I commanded you. If a man is blameless, the husband of one wife, having faithful children, not accused of dissipation or insubordination, for, for a bishop must be blameless, a steward of God, not self-willed, not quick-tempered, not given to wine, not violent, not greedy for money, but hospitable, a, a lover of what is good, a sober-minded, uh, sober just, holy, self-controlled, holding fast the faithful word as he has been taught, that he may be able by sound doctrine both to exhort and convict those who contradict. For there are many insubordinate, both idle talkers and deceivers, especially those of the circumcision, whose mouths must be stopped, who subvert whole households, teaching things which they ought not, for the sake of dishonest gain. One of them, a prophet of their own, said, Cretans are always liars, evil beasts, lazy gluttons. This testimony is true. Therefore, rebuke them sharply, that they may be sound in the faith, not giving heed to Jewish fables and commandments of men who turn from the truth. To, pure, to the pure, all things are pure, but to those who are defiled and unbelieving, nothing is pure. But even their mind and conscience are defiled. They profess to know God, but in works they deny him, being abominable, disobedient, disqualified for every good work. Here in the, the second lesson. Benedictus on page 14. Blessed be the Lord God of Israel, for he has visited and redeemed his people, hath raised up a mighty salvation for us in the house of his servant David as he spake by the mouth of his holy prophets, which have been since the world began, that we should be saved from our enemies and from the hand of all that hate us, to perform the mercy promised to our forefathers, and to remember his holy covenant, to perform the oath which he sware to our forefather Abraham, that he would give us, that we, being delivered out of the hand of our enemies, might serve him without fear, in holiness and righteousness before him all the days of our life. And thou, child, shalt be called the prophet of the highest, for thou shalt go before the face of the Lord to prepare his ways, 
to give knowledge of salvation unto his people for the remission of their sins, through the tender mercy of our God, whereby the day spring from on high has visited us, to give light to them that sit in darkness and in the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, Maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, His only Son, our Lord, who is conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us, and grant us thy salvation. O God, may clean our hearts within us, and take not thy Holy Spirit from us. Lord, we beseech thee to keep thy household, the church, in continual godliness, that through thy protection it may be free from all adversities, and devoutly given to serve thee in good works, to the glory of thy name, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O God, who art the author of peace and lover of concord, in knowledge of whom standeth our eternal life, whose service is perfect freedom, defend us thy humble servants in all assaults of our enemies, that we, surely trusting in thy defense, may not fear the power of any adversaries, through the might of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, almighty and everlasting God, who has safely brought us to the beginning of this day, defend us in the same with thy mighty power, and grant that this day we fall to no sin, neither run into any kind of danger, but that all our doings being ordered by thy governance may be righteous in thy sight, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Good morning, everyone. Just some quick thoughts about today's lessons. We have a, a an interesting pairing today of our Old Testament and New Testament lessons is in that, in a way, they're both talking about leadership. We have in our Old Testament lesson here, sort of a recap and a re-explanation of everything we have been reading about the kingdom of Israel since, you know, Rehoboam, the son of Solomon, you know, was too oppressive to his people and the 10 northern tribes rebelled and under the, the leadership of Jeroboam and what has befallen the kingdom of Israel since then. And as it's all explained by, you know, when the 10 northern tribes 
broke away and created their own kingdom, they turned away from God in a sense. They still believed in a God called Yahweh, yet they did not follow the prophets. They did not follow his commandments. They rejected the idea that God resided in the temple at Jerusalem. It was a more of a, a political calculation on Jeroboam's part than anything else. It was a way of from him maintaining his kingdom as a separate entity by preventing them from from going to Jerusalem to to the temple and understanding that that's where God resided and had instituted a different type of relationship with his chosen people there centered at the temple it was much easier for him to maintain control and him and all the subsequent kings by rejecting God's actual words by saying that no we can worship God in our own way we can build temples and these altars in the high places and still worship him in the right way we can still do this thing and we still have this relationship with God and what we learn is that's essentially wrong that when you turn away from God in one small way it opens door for turning away from God in all kinds of other ways it allowed this worship of other gods into the kingdom of Israel up to and including the the practice of child sacrifice and so we see the results of this that when you turn away from God in this way you are punished but you're being punished because of what you are doing you are you know reaping the fruits of your own work of your own labor this is the result of turning away from God and not having that relationship with him you're going to be at the mercy of the forces of darkness everything that's not of God is you're at their mercy and so we see the results of this and we see that the people were being led astray by the, their their leadership by the kings continually doing these things they did not destroy these high places even ones who may have been much more likely to follow God they could not bring themselves to admit that God was in Jerusalem that's where the everything was pointing towards they were too caught up in their own power and so that's interesting in a connection with our, our New Testament lesson here where Paul is writing to to Titus we don't know much about Titus but it seems like they had both traveled to the 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 Greek island of Crete and Paul left Titus there and is now writing him an exhortation on what he should do he, and he calls him his spiritual son and this is always an indication of that that Titus is at this point is probably a what we would call a bishop that you know much as in the the temple days where the the priesthood passed from father to son in the 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 Christian faith it is a spiritual father to a spiritual son here in the in the form of Titus and he's he's being tasked with 
creating leadership in the church here in Crete. And he has lots of, of obstacles in his way, false teachings being one. And the other is that Cretans were known as, throughout the ancient world, as liars for some reason, such that it became a, a, a term of derision. And so he's leaving Titus and has to install a leadership structure that can fight these false teachings. And his advice is something important for us to remember in that, you know, he doesn't call Titus to, to look for, for elders and priests who are great speakers, who are great teachers, who know a lot, who have lots of qualifications. What he tasks him to do is to find men who are have their own houses in order, who have whatever leadership they have in their own personal lives, it is displayed by how they handle things in their own families, how they handle things with their own friends, how they conduct themselves. And that's always important. And that's always the first expression of the gospel is how one leads their life, how one behaves as a Christian, how one behaves as keeping their trust in God. And that is the essential attribute of leadership, not just in the church, but in all of life, is how is that person connected to God and how is that manifested in their life? So just some thoughts about today's lessons. We continue with a prayer for all conditions of men on the bottom of page 18. O God, the creator and preserver of all mankind, we humbly beseech thee for all sorts and conditions of men that thou wouldest be pleased to make thy ways known unto them, thy saving health unto all nations. More especially pray for thy holy church universal, that it may be so guided and governed by thy good spirit, that all who profess and call themselves Christians may be led into the way of truth, and hold the faith in unity of spirit, in the bond of peace and in righteousness of life. Finally, we commend to thy fatherly goodness all those who are any ways afflicted or distressed, in mind, body, or estate. that it may please thee to comfort and relieve them according to their several necessities, giving them patience under their sufferings and a happy issue out of all their afflictions. This we beg for Jesus Christ's sake. Amen. Together the general thanksgiving. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we, thine unworthy servants, do give thee most humble and hearty thanks for all thy goodness and loving kindness to us and to all men. We bless thee for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life, but above all for thine inestimable love and the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And we beseech thee, 
Give us that due sense of all thy mercies, that our hearts may be unfeignedly thankful, and that we show forth thy praise not only with our lips but in our lives, by giving up ourselves to thy service, and by walking before thee in holiness and righteousness all our days. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, to whom with thee and the Holy Ghost be honor and glory, world without end. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and love of God, the fellowship of the Holy Ghost with us all evermore. Amen. Thank you all for joining us in prayer this morning. Hope you have a great Monday and great start to your week. Thank you, Deacon John. Thank you, Deacon John. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Bye, kiddos. Thank you, Deacon John. Oops. Thank you.